we got another day of NBA action. And with FanDuel, every night is a watch party. So it's time for your FanDuel crew to make their bets. So, what's the move tonight, gang? You know that new customers who bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Woohoo! We're heating up, fam. Bet all the stars with all your friends and make every moment more only on FanDuel. New customers bet $5, get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Make every moment more with FanDuel. It goes down in the dim. It go down. It go down in the dim. 21 plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus vest that expires seven days after receipt. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. This NFC East edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a $500 risk-free sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap. America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit and receive up to $500 in bonus cash. That's PropSwap.com, promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by PicksWise. PicksWise is the number one home of free sports betting picks. Visit PicksWise.com to make your next bet better. We're also brought to you by Odds Crowd. Are you the best football better in the United States? Odds Crowd challenges you to prove it with their free to play fantasy betting contest. Over $30,000 up for grabs over the season. Go to oddscrowd.com to sign up. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app. SGPN has given you a chance to win $100,000 NFL Week 1 exclusively on the SGPN app. Hey, what's up, you degenerate gamblers? This is Bill Burr, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, baby. Welcome everyone to the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean stacking the money green with my partner in picks, Ryan, real money Kramer. What's happening? Kramer? dog. Oh, the granddaddy of them all. <laughs> Sean, the, they, some say the NF, NFC least last wow, year. That hurts. We're here to say not so fast. Might still be the B. I, although I don't know the Cowboys not doing a great job representing <laughs> on hard knocks right now. Uh, anyone who's a Cowboys backer, I'm sorry. The next 75 minutes will not be fun. Well, and, it will not be and, quick. And I mean, not that I'm one to compliment Cowboys fans, but the Cowboys fans that are oh. listeners to the podcast and that also hang out in the Slack, pretty cool. God bless you, uh, because we have been we have been shorting the Cowboys for almost a decade, Ryan. We're coming up on our 10 year anniversary of doing the podcast. Oh, we started yes. this podcast all the way back in 2011. 
uh, nearly a decade later. So uh, I guess shout out to do us. We, do we have a cake? <laughs> we we How have nothing. We have nothing planned uh, except <laughs> that we will be in Las Vegas, yeah. getting drunk, making picks, watching, and just games. being true. Hashtag Dejans only. But uh, yeah, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, we're going to be doing live shows from the win. And of course, I'm talking about NFL Week One, not. Uh, well, yeah, that's. I guess that's coming up. Jesus Christ, I can't. I mean, I, I'm wrapping my head around it. It's it's next Sean, week. Tomorrow, uh, one week from today, in 30 minutes, we will be going live from the Win Blue Wire Podcast Studio, talking about college football week two, week two. So let's. LFG, as they say, as yes. Tom, Tom Brady has now made college. LFG famous we're going to be doing. Uh, thank you, Colby. Grab me a cold Coors Light. We're going to be doing college football week two live from Vegas. We're going to be doing NFL picks week one live from Vegas, and then a countdown show, uh, giving you know going right up to kickoff as we uh, as we officially get the football season going. Man, and we just mentioned the win, but uh, hit me some with some sweet music. There we Sean. go. We will be hanging out at the Win Sports Book over at the beautiful Win. If you can't make it to the Win, don't worry. The Win can make it to you with the Win Sports Betting app. Download that app. Just head to winnbet.com if you want a winbiglfg five hundred dollar risk free sports bet. They got you covered there. Again, they got it all. They got then they have. What's really fun is they have combined win totals. So you can take the Patriots and the Eagles against a couple other teams. I mean, it's just, again, giving you a bunch of uh, super fun opportunities. Highly recommend heading over to wynnbet.com. Start winning today with the Win Bet app. Let's fucking go. Kramer. Oh. Not only would we give you a chance to win some money with the win, but breaking news. If you're listening to this podcast and it is officially September, it means the lines for NFL Week One, our NFL Week One contest, where we're trying to give out one hundred thousand dollars. It means they're live, and you can enter them. You can only enter uh, the contest in the SGPN app. You need to make all the picks. Uh, they're uh, you know NFL Week One against the against the spread, as you'd imagine. Couple totals thrown in there. You go through the gauntlet. You get them all right, and you get one hundred thousand dollars. Oh my god! I, I mean, I know we're excited about this, but it seemed like you were already a little annoyed explaining what people have to do. When? As if if the money's coming out of your back pocket, Sean, we're sharing in this burden. We're just now. You seemed a little annoyed. You're like, you got to do all this stuff, and then a hundred thousand dollars. All right, I are you. Are, Come back, come back to me, Sean. Come back to me. <laughs> no, I don't know what you're talking about. I, I mean, yeah, it's not going to be easy to win a hundred thousand dollars. Well, I'm not annoyed. I'm just you got you got to get everything right. You got to be a true maniac. I Pick thought all. you were. I thought you were going to the transition where people are actually. I've had I've had two formal complaints. Oh uh, yeah, that seems like a lot of work. Who oh. compl who complained oh. about a free chance to win one hundred thousand? What do you mean? It sounds like a lot of work. Then don't, you, you're not going to enter for free. You're not picking the games anyway. You're not going to pick these games anyway. With somewhere, 
Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. All right. Oh yeah. Save it for your office pool. You no, know what's fine. really you know what? What's really here. gonna be sad, Ryan, is there's gonna be one of our listeners oh, no. who is too lazy to download <laughs> the app and enter the free picks. It's on a Google form. Uh, I mean, a, a monkey could do it. I, I hung out with some monkeys in Costa Rica. These things are smart, and th- these things have a, as a, have a just as good a shot at winning this hundred thousand dollars. It's so easy to just click through. It'll take you less than thirty seconds. What's going to happen? And I hope it doesn't happen, but I can no, see it, it happening. Someone's going to go undefeated in their office pool against the spread, and maybe <sighs> bet like three games, and they could be sitting on one hundred thousand dollars. Right? That is. A, I, I just hope that doesn't I, happen. My my mission in developing this very, as Sean pointed out, high tech contest that you guys are about to enter was to lower the bar all the way to the bottoms. First first test case, the database. <laughs> when he told me he didn't have a problem, I knew I had struck gold. Honestly, if you come at me with with a problem entering your picks, we're, we're gonna have words very on Twitter. Easy. We're gonna download have- the app. It's on the App Store and Google Play Store. There's no. Uh, there's no uh, Android uh, racism going on here. So whatever your platform, you can get it. You have a phone, download it, get your entry in. It locks a couple minutes before opening night kickoff between the Dallas Cowboys and the Tampa Bay Bucks. We're going to be talking Cowboys as we preview the NFC East. Before we get to that, well, we should we'll do a little hard knocks recap. We got to hit on this Mac Jones story. Ryan mentions Who? mentions blowing up in McCorkle? my McCorkle. He has been named the starter. Cam Newton got cut, which uh, who saw that coming? Oh, I did. That's right. I gave you that <laughs> Cam Newton wasn't the starting quarterback. Mac Jones, rookie of the year. Now, hopefully, he got down on it when I gave it out because I gave it out at eleven to one. I think it was even twelve to one in some places. Now I'm looking. It's at like four fifty, four hundred. It's crazy the value uh, that that has swung. I mean, you could list that thing on prop swap right now and make a guaranteed profit, or you could just let it ride. But hopefully, uh, you went for two. Hopefully, you went for two and and kept yourself a Mac Jones Rookie of the Year ticket. I know I'm sitting on mine. I'm not letting this thing out of my hands. I, I mean, this was so obvious. They 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 drafted Mac Jones in the first round. He looks so much better than Cam Newton yeah. in the preseason. Cam Newton chooses to not be vaccinated, so he gets stuck in the COVID. Protocols misses more time, and and Belichick just wants nothing to do with it. I, I'm not surprised at all that he got cut. Yeah, I mean, I and I like how people are, you know, figuring out that maybe football coaches don't want this bullshit distraction. Yeah, I, I mean, again, generally, once the games start being played, everything else gets gets thrown out. Unfortunately, what, what Belichick was thinking is, boy, do I really want my backup quarterback to create a situation where people are going to have to miss games? No, no, absolutely not. So uh, you know, Tim Tebow first, now Cam Newton, <laughs> fall victim of being too who too, who could have seen this coming? Too hot to handle. The two guys I love making fun of, Cam Newton and Tim Tebow, both Whoa. out of the league. Both, I mean, we shot that uh, Coors Light refreshing takes video. I I'm I get one to know on the Tebow. Sean. And then I'm going to give myself half credit for calling Cam Newton. Well, let's not, not to be let's a not count your trick, but <sighs> that was refreshing. Two national championship winning quarterbacks cut in the same off season. <laughs> Have we ever seen this? What does the league come to? And by the way, I, I mean, not that we're going to, but for offensive rookie of the year, I, I, I personally like this makes me like uh, grab if Zach Wilson's odds are falling down, this yeah. kind of, you know, Zach to your, Wilson to your point, was Zach Wilson was the other 
offensive rookie of the year. I kind of had my eye on and, and anyway. but the price wasn't quite right. But now that the, the Wilson price is going up a little bit, I, I think you could definitely make a case for that. Uh, people don't want to hear about the AFC least. No, they, they don't, don't want to hear about the NFC beast. <laughs> All right. Let's talk uh hard knocks recap. I, I caught up, saw episode three. Mm. How, I mean, I guess if you're a Cowboys fan, you like seeing your team, but what, what about watching this, this Cowboys normally Ryan, we see hard knocks hype, right? Cause Oh, all these guys are balling out and, and you want to add them to your fantasy team, but the Cowboys are always over hype. So it feels like they're not getting that hype bump that we're used to seeing from a hard knocks team. No. And um, honestly, like I think my big takeaways are this isn't making me believe Mike McCarthy is a good coach. No, not kind of Mike McCarthy. This isn't making me feel kind of reminded me of the, of the Joe Philbin uh, hard knocks who ironically is now the offensive line coach for the Dallas Cowboys. And, and this is a who's who of just great coaches. We got one of the fossils in there. <laughs> uh, we got the British accent uh, defensive line. I, I just, I haven't seen anything that's going to lead me to believe that the team's gotten any better on the defensive side of the ball. Should we, I, I watched the show and it just, it, my, my only takeaways are like, wow, this is a beauty for anyone who hates the Cowboys. I mean, it, it, it really da- is. Zeke comes off soft as shit. Dak comes <laughs> well, off see, I mean, like a complete beta. Really? You're going to let Zeke steal your bike. Little bitch. The uh the the big offseason story Zeke's coming in focused healthy in shape and then you got the shot of Zeke just I mean I, I just the way he almost makes love to this fruit roll the way he's just eating it this is not a guy who's who's eating healthy he's gonna eat his way out of the league and thank God thank God he has an eating uh, eating problem and thank God I mean they 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 went back to some Jimmy Johnson highlights. Again, they were trying to go back to when the Cowboys were relevant, and God bless Jerry Jones for firing Jimmy Johnson. Because if they don't fire Jimmy Johnson, my my childhood would have been even more painful. Right? N- not in the ring of uh, the Cowboys Ring of Honor, right? I mean, that's no. They announced that he oh, is going to be added oh, this year. Boy, look at that. Jer- Jerry must be getting close to death. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's, the, that's the other big takeaway. Is like sometimes you can read between the lines with this show, and you can figure out when there's not much to, to talk about or if it's just bad and I'm getting the vibe that it's all bad. And that's why we're watching five minute segments of dudes playing chess, Zeke eating fruit roll-ups and giving uh, fancy bags to, to, to rain. Micah uh, Parsons, I think is going to help their defense, but he also seems kind of crazy, right? He seems like a frat boy. He seems like a, like a frat boy who wants to, to shove you in a locker or something. He he seems like a pretty odd guy, but I I think he'll be decent. All right, let's just get into these uh, teams, Ryan. Yeah, let's do. Before it. we do that, want to shout out PropSwap.com. Make sure you head over there. Use that promo code SGP for a uh, you know five hundred dollars bonus cash. PropSwap.com, making it where it's where America goes to buy and sell sports uh, tickets. I'll tell you that much. They got a brand new PropSwap.com packed with fresh features, including. Uh, you can uh, filter tickets based on value. So you just want to see, I want to get down on, uh, on McCorkle to win rookie of the year. What's the best price I can find. Uh, you can see the activity feed, see what a lot of people are buying and selling a loyalty rewards program. Love that. And again, if you're a, if you're a DJ only and you are, that's why you're listening to this program. 
you need propswap.com because you don't need to win your bets. You just need them to improve in value. Again, Ryan was saying I'm almost jinxing my McCorkle rookie of the year bet. I could, I've I could guarantee myself some profit. Head over to propswap.com, sell it, and it, it works both ways. If you're looking to buy tickets or get involved in some of these future markets, head over to propswap.com because you could uh you could find the best price there. Cowboys, Sean, six let's and, go. Six and ten last year. Uh nine and, and five on the uh the total going under as predicted by us on the sports gambling podcast. This year, Sean, it's nine plus one hundred on the over, minus one twenty on the under, plus one fifty to win the division, plus sixteen hundred to win the conference. 35 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. Make the playoffs, yes, minus 120. No, plus 100. They are the top win total in the in the division. They are the odds on favorite to win the division. Uh what what did they do in the offseason? Well, you mentioned they drafted Micah Parsons. Uh they lost Andy Dalton. I'm gonna circle that as a big, big key departure. Uh, and they brought in <laughs> some more defensive draft picks. Uh, you would say, Hey, they got their offensive line back. They were banged up. I think a lot is being made out of yes. They were unhealthy last year, a second to the Eagles in games lost on the offensive line. But, but Sean, this is where I hand the baton to you. Everyone remembers how fondly they started the season. Sean, how did they start the season? Two and four, two and four, two and four. Everyone remembers how fondly they, they how great this oh, team. All they got to do is get Dak back. They were on fire. How what? close were they to losing to the Giants? How uh, close they should have lost to that. I mean, they should have been to losing the Falcons. They should have been zero and five with uh, Dak as a starter. I mean, they and you know he got knocked out of the Giants game, but really it was more about their their uh, their defense. They almost they. I mean, if if Daniel Jones can complete a pass, they they should have lost that game. And again, if they if the Falcons would have fallen on that onside kick, they would have lost as well. It's crazy. So, which brings me to the point where now we say, do you really trust this coaching staff? A coaching staff w- that was thrown into the mud last year by the players. There were fractures in the locker room. Mike McCarthy looks like a babbling idiot. Hard Knocks confirms he's a babbling idiot. Mm. The training staff not even worried about getting Dak in for treatment on the shoulder until Doofus McCarthy walks over and says, "Hey, shouldn't he be getting fixed up?" Do you really trust this organization with Jerry Jones dumping salt on that disgusting-looking whatever sandwich he was? He's a billionaire. He's a billionaire, and he was eating some sort of generic McCriddle that someone just heated up in a microwave. That wasn't even homemade, yeah. Or it wasn't even from the. St- Sean, from if like you're McDonald's. a billionaire, yeah, and you're having a breakfast sandwich, that is a freshly fried egg mm-hmm. with whatever your meat of choice is on some sort of nice piece croissant? of bread. Yeah, croissant. That's seven figure bread. And you know what else is happening? The chef's putting the fucking salt on it for you. <laughs> what is that? Is I that like just it. an alpha move? What, what By was, Jerry Jones? That was a setup scene, right? I, no, I think they just thought it was funny to include him salting a McCriddle. Oh. Everyone likes to say we're haters of the Cowboys, what? which is true. But betting their under, Ryan, and we've been at this for a long time. Betting the under on the <laughs> Dallas Cowboys since 2000. Catching. 
14 and seven. Pitching. Can you tell me another team where all you have to do is bet the under? You're hitting at 67%. Are you kidding me? Pitching. Oh, but there's some actually some value and and t- no, there isn't. The the public hypes up this Cowboys team year after Sean, year the, the after offense, year. The offense. The offense. Could be so great. And and maybe their their offense could be decent. I mean, other than Micah Parsons, what do they do really? To uh to address this defense and they were actually fortunate. You mentioned the Cowboys, the Giants win, the Falcons win. They were three and one in in three point games. Their offensive line, according to establish the run, uh, still still up there, ranked fifth. Um, but really, their defensive line, twenty fourth. Uh, so they don't really have a ton of strength on defense. And then you know, of course, a lot has been made about Mike Nolan. He's kind of a knucklehead, not not the best coach. But uh, who'd they bring in, Sean? Dan Quinn. Yeah. H- how about those Atlanta Falcons defenses over the past couple of years? Dan Quinn, author of the twenty-eight to three letdown in the Super Bowl. No, I mean Dan Quinn. So look, Mike McCarthy never struck me as the the smartest guy in the room, and pretty much confirmed the fact. Things have been said after he left Green Bay that 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 confirm that he is not uh, necessarily a grinder. And then you hear that the the coaching staff isn't prepared in Dallas. I just don't think he's going to do well, uh, especially when this team is being built in a way where they're not going to be able to stop anyone. Which means if the offense mach- offensive machine doesn't work every week, and guess what? They play in a division with a, at least a couple good defenses. Uh, maybe even defense is set up to stop their unstoppable wide receiver attack. But for me, it comes down to Dak. They once again have no quarterback quarterback depth, and it seems like I mean they got rid of Ben Denucci. <laughs> I think they're going to bring him back in the practice squad. Uh, poor so, Denucci. So, and the last thing, uh, offensive guru Mike McCarthy should not have the thirty-first red zone offense in DVOA. I don't care who your they quarterback had, is. And that's they, all about coaching down there. And they had some offensive line injuries, but you still have Ezekiel Elliott and, and Ezekiel Elliott is kind of a front runner. As soon as Dak went down, his numbers started to tank. You think Bumbling. they would, you think they would go up? I mean, I get it. They're loading the box, but still you're, you're going to need the, you need Zeke to carry him. I, I just don't think he's that uh, again, I think it's crazy to draft a running back in, in the you know top three, four picks because you end up paying them, and then again, you're you're dealing with the running back that you have so much cost and uh, so much equity sunk in. Coming back to their defense, they're expected to face six quarterbacks in the top ten in EPA. That's tied for second highest in the league. So it's not like they get an easy schedule, especially when it comes to some of the defenses they're facing. I think they're uh, 28th, or no, sorry, 28th or 22nd. Uh, what are they? 22nd. They're they're up there as far as how hard their schedule is. If you look uh, based on win totals, that so ah, man, it's tough to build a case about the Cowboys. I, I guess if you're a Cowboys fan, a Cowboys backer, you're you're. Uh, it's all about the offense, and, and yeah, what you're, you're saying, you're saying is, the offense will carry you. But but to that point, I, I think that offense in those first five games. You forget they were down like 24, 28 points. I mean, they were down 30 plus to the Browns at home. And yeah, they put up great numbers because the teams are sitting back in a prevent defense. Like that's not sustainable unless maybe their defense is continues to be that bad. But again, they were two and three with two very lucky wins. 
Now Dak is coming off a crazy injury, an injury which they had to blur out on the replay. Okay, and, and he, he, twice we learned what they had to go back in in the yeah, offseason. We got uh, Dak was like, oh yeah, I got I got two surgeries. We fooled you. It's like okay, you're just pointing out all the uh, the recovery time that's going to take. Yeah. Did he have a full healthy training camp where he got back on the same page with all of his receivers no. and got some preseason action and looked no. crisp? No. And now you're opening up on the road in Florida in September in that humidity against a hungry defense, a defensive line that was really good last year, a defensive line that dismantled Patrick Holmes and you Dakota Rain Prescott think you're going to go into Tampa Bay and beat them. They 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 use their first round pick on a defensive lineman. They're building on their strength. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I we uh, can he, keep he we can injured keep his lat ping pong here. He injured his lat because he was overcompensating for that ankle injury. I, I just don't see how he's gonna come out Thursday night, opening night, and look super sharp. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. There's been a couple times in the show in the decade we've been doing this, Ryan, where I've been wrong. And maybe he balls out and the defense is better, but I think the defense is gonna have their hands full. Even again, just going to that week one matchup. Who's guarding Godwin? Who's guarding Evans? Who's even uh, even Gronk? Like, uh, you know, again, Antonio Brown. I I just don't see the depth on the defensive secondary. You look around the division, and sure, the Eagles. There are definite question marks at the wide receiver position, Uh, but every team has depth at the receiver position, and it's going to be incredibly difficult because the book on the Cowboy, you're going to go, you're going to play the Cowboys. You're going to put three wide receivers on the field and you're going to destroy them. They don't have the pass rush. So uh, yeah. I mean, should we just walk through the schedule, Sean? Let's go Ryan. Let's walk through this. I feel like we can just bash them all day. No problem at Tampa on Thursday night to open the season ring, ring ceremony, banner ceremony. And, and, and it's funny. And we've already kind of hit on this probably in the way too early uh, week one podcast. But normally, teams that uh, you think, or especially like with the NBA championship c- ceremony, they'll be distracted. They're just coming off the Super Bowl win. But actually, in the NFL, Super Bowl winners who get that home game on that early Thursday do pretty well, ATS and straight up. I, I mean, they're almost always certainly a favorite. So, so they're going to do both. But yeah, it actually is a good spot for them. Yeah. So at Tampa, at the Chargers. Uh, I'm sure there'll be a, a lot of Cowboys fans at that one. Philly at home on Monday that Night Football. Disgusting act. Carolina at home. I, I mean, you know, I think the Eagles tend to play the Cowboys well, regardless. In a weird way, I think as an probably as an Eagles fan, you like that this game's early. Uh, feels like a little bit nothing to lose. Uh, I think the Cowboys coming off these two tough road games, uh, they could be reeling. We don't know. I think, like we discussed a lot in college, some of these programs, when when it, when things go bad, it's going to go bad fast. The Cowboys could be that way. I've pointed out that McCarthy could be like for McCarthy first coach fired isn't the craziest thing. If things go bad, if they're zero and two and they're playing Philly on Monday Night Football and they lose, like fucking go, how, baby. So. I am gonna say, do they go two and two here? I, I mean, I want to say one and three, Ryan. I want to say one and three. I'm saying two and two. Did they win one home game and one? No, they're not gonna win against the Bucks and the Chargers. 
as much as the Chargers suck at home, I mean they will have long rest there, but that doesn't matter as much early in the season. I, the Chargers, I mean Joey Bosa. Hmm. I think they're still gonna. I think they're gonna be able to run the ball against Carolina. I think that. I, yeah. I'll, I'll say two and two. I'll say one and three because fuck the Cowboys, right? Nice. Someone's got to represent. Someone's got to represent. You and your realistic two and two. Giants at home, at New England by week early seven, and then we have at Minnesota mm. on Sunday Night Football. Oh, that's Kirk Cousins in prime time. And then we have Denver at home, another team with a good defense. You gotta wonder at some point. You like that? You like that? This team, I mean, New England, the Giants, Denver, all project to have good defenses. I do wonder, like, will they struggle in games where they can't just score thirty points? I think they will. Uh, this, this to me is a one and three stretch. Hmm. Or is that crazy? No, uh, I'm gonna go two and two. Uh, All right, we've done a good job getting to the same place. Three and five. Yeah, three and five sounds right. I, I, I it'll be interesting. I mean, I, I do like, I, I with the Broncos. I, I was kind of hoping they went through lock just because I like that fantasy upside. But Teddy Bridgewater probably in, in you know looking back, I, although. I still don't, if you start Teddy Bridgewater, you can never really go away from it, but maybe they just like Teddy Bridgewater so much. And if he can limit the turnovers, I guess I think, that makes yeah, sense. The defensive head coach wants to win games and Teddy but now Bridgewater. That, now almost, that we know McCorkle is the day one starter, I want to go back and retape that Patriots episode. Um, Cause I, I think that's going to be a tough spot. And I do like the, uh, the, the coaching matchup of Bill Belichick at home versus Mike McCarthy. I think it's going to be huge. I mean, we'll see if the if the Patriots get Gilmore back by then. Uh, he's dealing with some injury stuff. Vikings, they beat the Vikings last year. It's a revenge spot for the Vikings, but Cousins in prime time. Yeah, two and two. I think that's their only win. They win the road game at Minnesota. <laughs> yeah, I'll go. Atlanta two two. at home at Kansas City. Las Vegas at home on Thanksgiving. At New Orleans on Thursday night. Back to back Thursday night games there. Uh, Ooh, see, I was gonna go two and two initially, but we know they always lose on Thanksgiving. So lock Gr- it up. You think Gruden's gonna get that one? We gotta get our shit going, man. So you're- a rare road win for John Gruden. Yes, I-, I think they probably beat the Falcons at Chiefs. Fuck no, at Saints. Man, I'm gonna go one and three because fuck the Cowboys. Dan Quinn revenge. But spot. I, 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 I like, I like Cam Jordan to disrupt that, uh, disrupt that offense. So we're going, we're going one and three or two and two. I'm going one and three. You can go two and two. I know and you're kind of uh, secretly a uh, Cowboys I'm, I'm going to go one and three too. I, I, I think per- McCarthy, maybe, maybe this is where he gets fired next up final quad at mm. Jesus Christ at Washington at New York giants, Washington at home on Sunday night, Arizona at home, bit of a gauntlet here. I don't think that They'll probably split with Washington. Uh, I think maybe the Giants get a late win. I'll go. What am I at? I'm gonna say two and two because I I think they actually match up decently with the Cardinals. Cardinals suck. That's why. Yeah. Uh, That's why they match up well. All right. Then the bonus game, Sean at Philly. Ooh. (laughs) No fucking way. Are you kidding me? Either way, that's gonna be our Super Bowl. If we're somehow out of it, that's a kitchen sink game, Ryan. All right, so you're saying that's a win for the Eagles, yeah. 
Lost for the Cowboys. Yeah. And I'll I'll also oh, Eagles could be bad. I do have all right, we'll go we'll go a loss. Also, Sean, you have them going. Six and eleven. Okay. I was gonna I mean, I I I can see the comments now, Ryan. You're crazy. I also, You're a homer. I, I also have six and eleven. Fourteen and seven. Keep that in mind. When you come at me, fourteen and seven, we've given you the first half unders in the March Madness. We've given you NFL week one preseason unders. And we've given you You're the welcome. Dallas Cowboys win total under. These are these are proven systems hitting at sixty-five plus percent. Wow. Zero dollars we're charging for this show, right? Wow. Future give me not to make the playoffs at plus one hundred. Let's fucking go. Even money on this Cowboys team. I mean, that's crazy. I, uh, I don't know what to say. I mean, I, I'm with you. I'll take them to miss the playoffs. Uh, obviously, we like the under, Sean. Although mi- miss the playoffs is a better bet. <laughs> under nine. I mean, they could win nine and miss the playoffs. Yeah. So we're in the same. We're, we're going to play the same thing here. Yep. No playoffs. Plus one hundred. Lock it up. Oh man, that felt good. Six and eleven. That's right where we need to be. It's right where we have to be, Ryan. All right. Before we move over to Washington, want to shout out Picks Wise. Dot com. That's right. You want free betting picks? Of course you do. Go ahead, listen to the Sports Gambling Podcast. Picks wise, they're the number one home of free sports betting picks, props, and parlays helmed by a team. Trend watching, data devouring, sports fanatics giving you the who, how, and why behind every prediction for every game, every day, and every sport, all for free. Head over to PicksWise.com to make your next bet better. Pixwise backs responsible gambling. If you or someone you know wants help, call one eight hundred Gambler. So make sure you head over to Pixwise.com. Again, every sport, every game, completely free. Pixwise.com. Kramer, let's talk about the beautiful game. The summer of soccer continues on Paramount Plus. Stream over two thousand soccer matches a year from around the world. That's all the heart pounding drama from CBS Sports, including. UEFA Champions League, Europa League, Italy's Serie A, Argentina's Primera División, the Brasileiro, NWSL, the Asian Football Confederation, and CONCACAF qualifiers featuring stars from the US and Mexican men's national teams, plus much, much more. It's the best of the beautiful game with all the beautiful names like Messi Mbappe, Ronaldo Rapino, and Pulisic. Be part of the excitement as champions are crowned and history is made. The world's game lives here on Paramount Plus. Visit ParamountPlus.com to start your free trial and stream every match live. All right, Sean. The Washington football team. And eight, what did, what was your final record there on the Cowboys? Six, six and eleven, baby. All right. Lock it up. The Washington football team, aka the Redskins. I did find it a little bit annoying this year uh, as we, as I'm searching around stuff, having to type in football team and and toggle through that bullshit. Last year, of course, they won the division. Sean uh, going over five and a half their win total. They won it at seven and nine. Jesus. This year, eight and a half is the, the win total. Minus one twenty on the over. Plus one hundred on the under. Two to one to win the division, twenty-two to one to win the conference, fifty to one to win the Super Bowl, plus one thirty-five to make the d- playoffs, minus one seventy-five to miss. This team almost beat. You could argue they gave Tom Brady his biggest test in the playoffs with Taylor Heineke. This was a team that got no quarterback play. 
No quarterback play at all last year. They brought in Fitzpatrick. They brought in Curtis Samuel, uh, who was a stud down there in Carolina. Brought in a, a, a cornerback, William Jackson. Uh, brought in uh, Adam Humphreys. Is he relevant? Is, are we going to have to be talking about Adam Humphreys no. and, and DFS this year again? No. Uh, catching passes over the middle. Not for, not for WFTs. Oh, boy. I'm, I'm, I'm weird. And uh, of course, in the draft, Deami Brown, uh, Jamin Davis. It seems like the defense is going to be good. Again, um, Jamin the, Davis, I, I like that pick. I, I think it's look. The, I mean, you get started first. I guess talking about the defense, it was elite last year. It was one of the top units, number one down the stretch in the second half of the year. But we we do see this right when teams go from bad to good, they tend to regress a little bit the following year. This was the 27th defense the year before, according to DVOA. Mm. They bounced up to third. And if you look at even the splits from last season, 15th in the first half of the year, first in the second half of the year, it does seem like there should be some natural regression. Now the the problem is it's it's explainable. It's explainable because they they brought in a guy, a game changing defensive end like Chase Young. And they brought in a de- defensive first coach, and, and they turned things around. I still think you should expect some regression, but the other side of the ball, worst offense in the league, wor- worst quarterback play by a while. We can we can talk about it, I guess, if you want, but has to be a step forward with Ryan Fitzpatrick coming in, right? Yeah, no, I mean, is Ryan Fitzpatrick better than Dwayne Haskins? Yes. yes. Is Ryan Fitzpatrick better than Kyle Allen and uh, Alex yeah. Smith sure. hanging on to his leg there? Yeah, sure. But let's be honest. I, 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 as a guy who was a big Ryan Fitzpatrick backer and liked him on that Miami dolphins team, cause it was a perfect match. They never should have got rid of him. Uh, let's, let's be honest with who Ryan Fitzpatrick is yeah. 59, 86 and one as a starter, <laughs> one winning season that he completed an entire season. We don't see this where all of a sudden you're in your 16th year in the NFL and really hit your stride as a quarterback, he, he's a journeyman. How many teams? Has he's he a journeyman. For? He's got the beard of a journeyman. He looks like he's about to go down, fish out a, uh, you know, take a canary down to a coal mine. Again, I, I like him. I like the swagger. But let's look at this Washington football team ride. They were let's seven and nine, including they needed the win against an Eagles team that pulled their starters at the very end of the game. You mean They're, they needed to look at Sudfeld? Yeah. Uh, and again, they pulled their starters. They didn't play a lot of their starters. They explained that before they went into the game. They were zero and three in uh, three point games, so maybe that regresses a little bit. But uh, I mean, some of the, the some of the wins they had, you just look at them. They they didn't beat a. They only beat one team with a winning record. They had a plus six point differential. I I, I just don't uh, I, I just don't think this team was that good. So I think their offense is going to get a little bit better, but. Like some of the wins they were getting, I, I just don't think they're going to have those easy wins this year. Twenty eighth in schedule, uh, as far as twenty eighth hardest based on win totals. They have Eric Flowers on the team, which is a massive red flag. He's been pretty good since he left the Giants. <laughs> they did. They have solid skill guys. I, I know. I, I I talk shit on Antonio Gibson, but it's more just like I, I don't think he's a first round pick in fantasy. I do think he's good. I I still think he's going to lose third down work to JD McKissick, so I, that's why I don't think he's that high fantasy wise. He's still going to be good, and, and I think uh, he's going to put together a decent season. The the turf toe thing still scares me off as far as maybe his rushing yardage uh, total overall, but he's still solid. 
Um, Terry McLaurin, good receiver. They have a good defense. To me, it, it's just I, I don't see them getting to like double digit wins because of Ryan Fitzpatrick. And I, I think the defense is good, but the offense I think will still be limited because of the quarterback. Well, again, eight, you know, eighth largest jump in DVOA on defense since 1983. Expect there there maybe to be a little regression. So if the offense can't take a big step yeah. forward and the defense becomes closer to, to closer to mediocre, which it still should be good. Here here's the problem. They, they could be a much better team and still have a similar record. I, I think that's so, in the cards for the the WFTs. So I think, and strangely, I do think that the Washington football team is getting some sort of fantasy bump here. People very excited about, as you mentioned, Antonio Gibson. We like uh, Terry McLaurin. Fun fact about him: he's one of only thirty players, Sean, since the merger to have two thousand receiving yards in his first two years. There have been two other third-round picks or later to do that. Any want to take a stab at either one of those? No idea. Marquise Colston and Mike Wallace. Wow. Never would have guessed. I never would have guessed those guys. Uh, you, you strap him with uh, Curtis Samuel. Will he play? Is he going to come back from this, this situation? Uh, Deami Brown, who had the highest a dot in the draft class. So you're like, okay, this sets up well, right? We were going to have a vertical passing game here with Ryan Fitzmagic. What, what something he does great here is the problem outlier. Mm. All right. So first of all, uh, before we get to that, Ryan Fitzpatrick was not their plan. Their plan was Matt Stafford. They w- weren't able to close that deal. They weren't able to tr- make that trade. They settled for Fitzmagic, and here's the problem: fool's gold last year. He had an 8.3 percent DVOA when under pressure, which is very high, Sean. So high, in fact, that the only other person with a positive DVOA was Patrick Mahomes at 0.6. What did we learn earlier this offseason? Performance under pressure tends to regress back towards the mean. Yeah. He was astonishing, the best in the NFL last year at it. All right, seven point two percent of Fitz's throws traveled twenty air yard, uh, twenty at least twenty air yards, which is the fifth lowest percentage in the league. What does that tell you? He actually doesn't throw the ball downfield that much. So this is a this is a false narrative being pushed by some media elements. We don't know why, but but it is, and only or and sixty percent of those. Uh, passes were caught, which is the highest percentage in the league. So he doesn't actually throw that the ball down the field all that much. And when he does, his receivers catch it a lot, even though. So he had the highest com- completion percentage on those passes, even though only only ranked twelfth when catchable. So all of this to say, it seems like he completely outperformed both a the deep ball last year and b under pressure, which tells me heavy regression is coming. The last thing I'll say is only Mike Glennon threw in a tighter coverage than fits on average. All of this tells me it's something horrible could go <laughs> wrong here. And then the, the icing on the cake, the last time he was brought in to be a starter, Sean was when New York jets, 2016. What did he do that year? After having a pretty decent year, the year before finishing 32nd in DVOA and 32nd in DR not have a good year. So everyone just assuming that Ryan Fitzmagic is going to come in and just Make this offense go. Sure, he is going to probably be an upgrade on Alex Smith. Which, by the way, fun fact about Alex Smith last year: his A dot was five point one yards, last in the NFL, and it was a full yard shorter than than second to last place. So <laughs> uh, he's definitely going to be an upgrade. But uh, you know, we should get to the schedule. I just I worry that people are are somehow have just 
it's like there's a couple players this offseason that everyone agreed we're just gonna assume they're gonna be great. And we're yeah. not even gonna believe like Dak, Ryan Fitz. Well, Dak is the if he truly was hundred percent healthy, that's one thing. But with Dak, they're assuming he's completely recovered from the injury, and they're assuming the lat thing is yeah. not going to bother him at all. With Ryan Fitzpatrick, you're ignoring what, like, 18 years of of known data uh, of that that the guy just doesn't have a winning record if he starts an entire season. We like him. He's a, he's I, big dick energy all yeah. over the place. He's Team Ryan. You know that's great. He's Ryan Fitz. He's he's like a Red Bull. You can you can have him a couple times a year, but he's not something you need. But Look, if you Sean, rely on him for an entire year, you're gonna kill yourself. I, I mean, he was he graduated he he was drafted in 2005. Period. Like that that has at some point that matters, and I think you know yeah. Heineke still might see some snaps this year, Sean. All right, let's do the schedule. First up, Washington has the Chargers at home. This is a very and I keep wrapping my head around this because I I like some of the matchups for the Chargers. It's a non-conference road game going all the way across the country. Oh man! And Giant, the Chargers just the Chargers completely fuck up games like this. Giants at home on Thursday night football at Buffalo at mm. Atlanta. I mean, look the 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 most likely scenario is that the Washington football team is in most games because they're not going to get. I don't think they're going to get blown out. But obviously, at Buffalo is tough. At Atlanta, who I'm kind of down on Atlanta, but I don't think they match up great against. Uh, I mean, actually, their defense against. Eh, any time that Washington is going to need to score points, like any time there might be an offense on the other side of the ball, I think you, you have to at least entertain the fact that they could lose a game just because they can't score a lot of points. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So I'll go. I'll go two and two here. And so for me, like a game like the Chargers is scary because if the Chargers' offense comes out like like uh, like fired up, then it's going to be tough for them. So, yeah, but I could also see them really struggling to block Chase Young. Also, though, Austin Eckler, uh, I'm already looking at Austin Eckler week one DFS because he seems like a guy who could eat up a bunch of easy well, uh, checkdowns. And hopefully, uh, Jamin Davis can help them because uh, Washington, one of their weaknesses last year was against the running back. In the passing game, so uh, are we going two and two here? It sounds like we're both yeah. we're both on the two and two path. All right, next for uh, New Orleans at home. Can't this is when and when you say twenty eighth hardest based on win totals, you see it right here in this four game stretch. New Orleans at home, Kansas City at home, at Green Bay, at Denver. Ooh, I mean, at at home against the Saints is kind of the that, easiest game. Yeah, they're gonna get that one. I'm gonna say one and three because maybe they. Mm, yeah, I mean Chiefs at home. Maybe you have a shot because you're at home. Saints at home. It's it's a dome team outdoors. But at Lambeau and at at Denver, those are two tough places I, to win. I'm gonna join you at one and three. Uh, they have then have their bye week. It could be rolling into their bye week at three and five here, Sean. Mm. Coming out of the bye week, they have Tampa at Carolina, a little revenge spot for uh, riverboat Ron Seattle at home at Monday on Monday night football at Ooh. Las Vegas. Jesus. Yeah. I'll give them two here Two. I think they get the win. Yeah. I'm going to give them two here. I'll go. I'll go two with you. All right. It is tough. I, I kind of feel like they'll like, I, I, I don't, I think Tampa's going to give up some games at some point. This is a revenge spot. Two does, you know what? One and three. Mm, yeah, one and three. 
All right. Dallas at Philly at Dallas, Philly. Jesus Christ. I mean, the, the way this schedule it's revenge season for the Eagles. Cause the Eagles got swept by the WFTs last year. Uh, I, I, I think they Eagles match up with them. Nice. Especially late. I'm going to say one and three, two and two. They'll split these games. And then they close at giants. That's a win. Lo- come on. The, the, the football team doesn't beat the giants. You know that what's uh what do I got him at? Are you, you're making that a win? Yeah. I'm going to make that a loss. All right. You got him at eight and nine and I got him at, I feel like I'm, I'm too low on, you know what? I'm going to go back to two and two here. We'll go uh seven and 10. All right. Eight and nine sounds about right. I mean, their win totals at eight and a half. Technically I'm on the under, but I'm not. And, and if you're on the under, you get plus 100. Uh, but no, to make the playoffs at minus one seventy five, I, I I don't really like any of these futures on them. Honestly, the football team's win total is too high. There's a lot of leaps a, yeah. being made to get there. <laughs> Eight and a half is pretty high. I mean, even if you just went back and looked at how many times has Ryan Fitzpatrick won more than eight and a half games, Ryan, off the top of your head, what would you guess that? How often they've won. How often has Ryan Fitzpatrick won more than eight and a half games? And maybe their formula to getting over once, correct? Last year, no, 2015. Oh. He was four and three as a starter last year. 2015 was the year before he got signed by the Jets and had a stinker of a season. No, 2015 was his first year with the Jets. Oh, oh I'm sorry. Then that's that's the that's year. the year he was really good. And then they gave, I think they paid him, and then he was three and eight that's and looked like dog shit. So. The the Ryan Fitzpatrick we've seen this Ryan Fitzpatrick story before he has a great year people are on to him and then he and then he falls apart yeah I think so and and Sean I we 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 neglected oh by the so are you playing any of these futures no because I I, yeah. I mean I like I guess I like the under but it's not I'm not going to probably be locking it up I don't like playing the miss the playoffs the price isn't right uh, the division price to me isn't right because last time they w- they went back to back was 91 92 the last time back to back playoffs back, back, sorry back to back playoffs the yeah. last time anyone won the division twice in a row was what 2004 2005 yeah Philadelphia Eagles, Eagles. And, and so it's it's been a little while uh no surprise here Sean we've gone under under we forgot to give out our Dallas Cowboy prop oh yeah which I'll start I Sean, this is free money. You're gonna want to hop on this with me. But the Cowboys to go under three and a half divisional wins Ooh, is, is plus yes, lock plus, that one, up. plus one ten. Yes, let's go with that. I and also I do like Zeke under uh, rushing yards. I think I'm seeing it at one thousand eleven hundred and a half. He just doesn't look like a guy who takes care of uh, him. Him chewing into those fruit roll ups. <laughs> I want to. You're like a parent watching a kid eat some sugar. Like God, that's it. You're you're gonna have cab. <laughs> I I just don't see it. So he, he looks. He's gonna eat through it. He's one of those guys. He's gonna who eat through it. Pun gets intended. The, gets the stomach <laughs> surgery and goes. Oh, it's great. I just have a little bit of this milkshake and I've. I feel full. I'll have uh, the Cobb salad with I, extra bacon and a wh- side of. When Diet I go Coke. to Wendy's, I I just get the chicken sandwich and I don't even get the bun. And then he just slowly. <laughs> Starts eating through it, and uh, next thing you know, he's uh, he's eating through his band. He, he's. Uh, I wish there was a bet of mm-hmm. NFL player most likely to eat through his lap band because it's gonna be. I mean, just lock it up. It's gonna be our, our boy Zeke Elliott. 
What about uh what about a WFT prop bet, Kramer? What uh, do you got? Yeah, I mean, honestly, at this point, it, I I wasn't able to find anything. I I, I got to imagine they're going to drop something uh, before this, but can't find the receptions. But I'll play the yardage, and that's Curtis Samuel to go under seven and a hundred and a half yards. I uh, is he going to play? Yeah, no, I mean, he's dealing with. I know he had a groin thing. Then he was on the COVID list. I mean, these guys and Ryan. I know he. All right, so let's just we'll, we'll say Giants dealing with similar issues, but guys who just don't play at all in the preseason or are hurt. It, it's hard to just come in, especially with the new quarterback situation and, and, and be great. He's, he's learning to, I mean, I guess he is coming from Carolina. So maybe there's some carry over there with Ron Rivera, but they they were running a different system. So what, yeah, I, I just, to me, I think at this point you can play as when, when he projects to be at best, the third target on the team Yeah, at best. Well, um, and, and he's missing all this, uh, all this practice time. So I, that to me, that, that would be the, the way I'll, I'll play my uh, football team prop. What about you, Sean? I'm going to go Ryan Fitzmagic under 23 passing touchdowns. I mean, again, since 2013, he went over that total. How many times it's 23. Yeah. Okay. He went over once uh, in 2015, that magical year with the jets. This to me is you're, you're looking at a, a, a lot of options. One, you're fading a guy who has been in the league since 2005 has gotten, you know, nicked up over the years. So he's, he's old. And two, he's a guy that people don't mind benching for whatever reason, completely fine. Cause he get, can take it like a man. Yeah. I mean, you saw it last year with the uh, Tua. even though he's playing well, they're like, Oh, we got to get rid of this and get the young guy in. So I think he's on a relatively short leash. I mean, they put odds on whether or not he was going to be the starting quarterback. So that to me means a guy is on relatively short leash. I want to know someone who laid minus 900 for him to be the day one starter. <laughs> well, it, I mean, it's hitting. So no, I know. kudos to them. Well, he's, still still, kinda, he, he's got to make it two weeks. He could slip, it, he could slip and fall on his old, walker. old man. Fitzpatrick uh, could be, could be in trouble. So yeah, All right. I, I love Fitz under uh 23 touchdowns. Again, that's just kind of a, an age thing. Uh, he could suck thing. Yeah, and the last thing I'll say about the football team, I think everyone who thinks like everyone who's loving Antonio Gibson in the second round and um, McLaren in the third round and Logan Thomas like as as a top ten I, tight end. I, I, I like Logan Thomas and Deami Brown as a fun you know stack in, in best ball and Curtis Samuel as potentially this like weapon around the red zone. You must be projecting the defense to take a step back. If you think they're going to have that much much offensive production, so I, I just yeah. I don't see both things happening, and I think the more likely scenario is that the offense is mediocre and the defense takes a step back from being elite, and we have a middling team who we were maybe a little hard on with our set. Well, you have eight and nine, I have seven and ten. That feels middling. Yeah, no, I mean, again, I think they can be eight and nine and be a kind of better team. I, I think they got by the skin of their teeth on some of those games and their, and their schedule is much tougher. So even as a, as a, as a non hater, we got an interesting uh, discussion going in the, in the chat, Ryan, or the live chat over on YouTube and make sure you subscribe to youtube.com slash sports gambling podcast. Turn those notifications on anytime we're going live. You guys can hop in, mix it up. Brandon Nash is throwing out running back with the most rush yards in the NFC East. Craig Cummings says Tony Pollard, uh, Zeke's year to get hurt. Uh, a Tony Pollard dark horse ticket could be pretty interesting. 
I don't know what the price is at. Zeke, I would imagine, is the favorite, and then Barkley, Antonio Gibson, Miles Sanders probably is how it would be sorted, just based on on their yardage totals. But I, I like Craig's uh, dark horse, you know, Zeke injury take on must Tony Pollard. Be. He must not be watching Saquon run in the sand. That's all I gotta say. Yeah, I mean, of those, I, I don't know. I would even maybe do a, a JD McKissick long shot. I wouldn't take. I mean. Miles Sanders would probably be the highest price of guys that are starters, but I wouldn't even be I wouldn't even be in love with that because I don't think they're gonna I think he's gonna get involved more in the passing game. So the best the best money on that, if that was a hypothetical bet, would be Gibson for the reason that probably he, Zeke yeah. ha, you know has shown us he can he can play his way out of shape. Barkley's coming back from a serious injury, but so is G- Gibson. Gibson's yeah. also coming back from a yeah, I think I medical think, professional Sean Green. Th- sorry, two two uh, two injuries. I think there. Antonio Gibson probably, yeah, probably priced the best because the reason I don't like him in fantasy is because he doesn't he doesn't catch enough balls. But I do think he's gonna be their every down running back kind of guy, which is interesting because you know coming out of college he was kind of seen as the opposite. Yeah, he caught a lot of passes. In so Antonio Gibson would probably be the bet uh, you'd want to take there and and probably get the best price. Ryan, are we? Are we going to move on to the Giants yeah, let's next? Ta- let's talk about the All Rise New York Football Giants. Before we do that, oh, got me excited. Shout, Ryan. Well, you should be excited. Oddscrowd.com is giving away thirty thousand dollars in cash prizes. Oh man, that's right. Uh, you know we're going to be doing the contest, and uh, they got an NFL contest. You're going to want to be a part of it. Uh, Ten thousand dollars for that NFL season-long contest. We're going all in on that, and they're going to be doing a weekly SGPN contests as well. So make sure you download the Odds Crowd app or uh, just go to oddscrowd.com. And again, completely free to use. All the contests are free. Uh, they got stuff going, uh, pick 'em contests going on as well for the college football season, and you can track your picks. It's really pretty cool. And what they do is nice little feature here on with the pick tracking and with doing these contests is. They'll give you different options on the spread. So let's say Bucks versus Cowboys opening night. Uh, the line is seven and a half at a lot of places. Well, you can get it at seven uh, with different juice on the Odds Crowd app. Uh, again, highly recommend checking it out. And again, I won twenty five hundred dollars in the March Madness contest. Got got my money right away. God bless Odds or yeah, God bless Odds Crowd. Head over to Odds Crowd. Dot com, uh, check them out and download the app. All right, Ryan, get get oh, get fully rise. Sorry, so six and ten last year wasn't the best season. First year, as you've ha- highlighted all off season, smart take from a smart guy about how those first year head coaches didn't have the proper off season to get that installed done, and how they're going to see a massive bump here in year two with that off season. Uh, so thank you for highlighting that. Well, Ryan, point. they pushed their win total you, of six last year. You said it wasn't a good season, but yet it was the most wins they've had since 2016. So you could say it was a really good season. Again, you're staring in the rearview mirror, Sean. You're going to get into a fender bender. Uh, this year, the win total has crept up. It's at seven minus 130 on the over and plus 110 on the under. Four to one for the division, plus 4,000 for the NFC, 80 to one for the Super Bowl, plus 225 to make the playoffs, minus 300 to miss. 
This last year, of course, they finished second in the division, mm. which is pretty hilarious. Again, really may, maybe you're right. Maybe I should be looking backwards and saying, "Hey, that wasn't such a bad season." No, I mean, when was the last time they finished second in the division? They, uh, they, they, they overhauled uh, the offense, bringing <laughs> in a stud wide receivers, Kenny Galladay and Kadarius Tony. I mean, the buzz, in, the buzz at a camp with uh, Galladay and Tony are just. Bringing in, uh, <laughs> augmenting the defense to allow uh, for more man-to-man coverage. Bringing in Adoree Jackson, bringing in Aaron Robinson in the draft, and of course drafting Aziz Ojolari from Georgia. Absolute steal in the second round. They're making trades for offensive line me because I'm a little bit nervous there, Sean. I'll be honest. Uh, I'm not like you. I'm not going to go full Kool Aid. I'm a little worried about the offensive line, but. I like this defense, Sean. So I'm not going to talk about the offense. I'm going to let you shit on them first, (laughs) but I am going to focus on the defense where I expect their ability to play man defense, allow them to take a huge step forward. They've loaded up. They arguably have the best cornerback room and safety room in the division. They're set up to stop all of the offensive firepower, uh, at least uh, on the Cowboys. I trust this defense more than I've trusted a Giants defense in a long, long time. I'm obviously jinxing them right now, but aren't aren't they in the similar uh, in a similar area as the as the Redskins, where they made a big jump in how good their defense was and it's not sustainable? Or does that not apply to the Giants? Did they make that big jump? Yeah, I mean, what? I don't I don't know if it was it was a, what was their 2019 DVOA compared to their 2020. DVOA. Let's pull it up. While you're doing that, Ryan, I'm going to talk about the offensive line, and that and that's the biggest reason why I'm shorting the New York Football Giants is the two most important positions on the offensive side of the ball, and you could argue the team is quarterback and left tackle, the two weaknesses of the New York Giants. I mean, right now they're starting Andrew Thomas, who is just not a starting caliber offensive lineman. He described himself as quote a work in progress. That's not what you want to hear out of your starting left tackle. Then you have Kenny Galladay, who is coming off an injury for the Lions, comes to camp, gets re-injured again. Has he gotten any chemistry or live reps on the practice field today? <laughs> Has he Thank gotten you. any any live reps with Daniel Jones? No. Kadarius Tony, first round pick, uh, dealing with his rap career, COVID injuries, hasn't gotten um, hasn't gotten. He hasn't fully recovered even from COVID. He's still struggling on getting his stamina back. He hasn't gotten any live reps with Daniel Jones. And then we come to Daniel Jones, who, as I pointed out with the blind resume, Gardner Minshew is a better quarterback than Daniel Jones. Now, you wouldn't, you know, the Giants are just anointing him because they of where they drafted him. Really, and I think you're on to something, right? That's how nervous you are. You're going with the Gardner Minshew. No, he's Daniel Jones comp. I mean, I I'll say this. The Eagles have three quarterbacks on the roster that are better than Daniel Jones. It's gonna be awkward. I would take Joe Flacco over Daniel Jones. Not fucking joking. Not joking at (laughs) all. Offensive line, according to establish the run, impartial source, 30th in the league. And and you're right. The more before are updated since the trades have gone down. The the more I think about it, the more uh, you're right. If Saquon Barkley is healthy, and again, I was just reading the tea leaves with the Giants. What do you mean if? Have you have you seen him run in the sand? I, I'm still a little bit skeptical. Again, they, the last I 
a check, the games are played on field yep. turf, especially at true. Jet Life Stadium, which we know will cause injuries. Easier to run as, on that. as Saquon knows firsthand. Uh, he got hurt in the Bears field. Nice try. Ah, uh, that was a good that was a good angle. Um, but I do think now the more I think about it, the more I think who is Daniel Jones going to throw to because he has no chemistry with the receivers. Evan Ingram hurt again. Uh, who like what pass catchers aren't hurt? You would argue Saquon Barkley, but he's coming off two uh, knee surgeries. But he could get a bunch of uh, cheap PPR stuff and maybe have that massive fantasy year, which was what twenty nineteen. I think the. I mean, I think what was his? What, what was it? Was that his best? Twenty nineteen. Yeah, and and go four and twelve, and yeah, that kind of sounds about right. It, here's the problem: like you can you can talk about how the receiver situation uh, it could be better and there could be chemistry and all this stuff and Shepard out there. He's fine. Slayton That's true. Fine. Uh, but objectively the, the targets have gotten better. Kyle Rudolph uh, is seemingly going to help because Jason Garrett is he likes injured to, as well, likes to run a lot of two tight ends. No, he's, he's working his way back as well, Sean, <laughs> but he had an injury. He in had an injury. The, okay. Yes. Yeah. Uh, coming back from an injury. Uh, so I, I think objectively the the targets have gotten better. Saquon being on the field is going to be better than Saquon not being on the field as much as we like Wayne Gallman. But it, again, it, it you can say all of that, but it just comes down to the offensive line. If Daniel Jones hasn't figured out that he needs to be quicker with the ball, yeah, and if he hasn't learned how to feel pressure, yep. and the offensive line hasn't gotten better, then yeah. the the most likely scenario, even if the defense is as good as I think they're going to be. Is something right around what they were last year, maybe a little bit better. Now, could there be a scenario where Daniel Jones has taken a step forward because it's easier to play offense when you have Saquon Barkley on the field? Yeah. Is it easier to throw the ball down the field? Sean, Danny Dimes ranked second in the league last year, completion rate of 20 balls that flew 25 yards downfield ahead of Aaron Rodgers. All right, bringing in guys like Kenny Galladay is going to help with that. He's going to make the quarterback better. And sure, you can talk about how he hasn't been on the field. Sure, they might not be lockstep week one. Yeah, but he is going to make Danny Dimes better. Period. And this team was sixth in rushing DVOA in the red zone last year with nothing, with all the things you said. So, do I think this team can become productive? Absolutely. Andrew Thomas, 29 of his 42 blown blocks were in the first half of the season last year. He improved. He's still missing blocks. They though. brought in Rob Sale. Sean, do you know who Rob Sale is? He is the man who built the foundation of the strength and conditioning program for Nick Saban in Alabama back in 2005. This is a man <laughs> who puts his hands on players all rise and coaches technique. Nick Gates got better. All right, Billy. He he also coached under Billy Napier, a guy that Colby loves down there in Louisiana <laughs> with the Raging Cajuns. What could go wrong? Daniel Jones they went four and two in the division last year, and as we mentioned earlier, they were that <laughs> that close to being five and one if they had beaten the Cowboys. Da so Daniel Jones has more turnovers than touchdowns oh, well, in his here career. Here we go with the negative stuff again. He is eight and eighteen as a starter. <laughs> the, the I mean, the funny thing about the Giants is. Here, here are their here are their gaping holes. One GM, Gettleman's <laughs> a maniac for not addressing the offensive line. I, I mean, it's like willful negligence. I agree. At at the offensive I, line, it's not. But the trades right now making me happy. Bringing <laughs> in <laughs> and the quarterback, and and I agree. I think the defense. 
especially the back end of the defense is solid. I I, I think their Elite. D line is is bottom ten. Um, what? No, I mean establish the run has them twenty fifth. Oh, I I think defensive that's line defensive line. Yeah, oh. I, I think that. What are they? T- All right, you. I mean, get your head out of the spreadsheet and watch a game. You could not run against this team in uh, the. All right. So they have a, I mean, even if they have a good defense, I just play in the nerd drop on yourself. Not, What's wrong with you? You're not going to get to 10 wins. Call yourself you, a gut uh, handicapper. Oh uh, yeah. My gut says Daniel Jones isn't a starting uh, that's, quarterback. That's a fair take. Don't Cole McCoy is not coming out of listen, that building. Don't, Ryan, don't misrepresent yourself to the D and try to follow your fall into the spreadsheets. I'm not, I was just, <laughs> it seems like the easiest way to look up seven wins feels like a ceiling for this team. Okay. Let's, let's go through this. Game. We have we've All done rise. the entire we've done All the rise. entire preview. We haven't mentioned Jason Garrett yet. <laughs> let's just keep that in mind. All this stuff we're talking about the offense. Sorry, Coach Jason Garrett, puppet. We go around Coach here. Who's he, he a puppet to? Joe Judge again. Ownership <laughs> likes Jason Garrett. Brought some stability. Dave Gettleman being slowly pushed to the side. We're seeing this. They're cutting players. They yeah. signed and gave guaranteed think, money to it this offseason, which means I think, judge is saying, look ownership. It's time to get the fucking grandpa out of here. He's fucking senile. We're going to see the same thing with Jason Garrett, a bunch of young assistants brought in to up level the offense, to bring in a level of creativity, pre snap motion, something other than a curl route. Let's fucking go all rise. This team is going to shock the world, Sean. And we start with Denver at home at Washington you, on Thursday quick, night. Oh wait, we got it. Okay. What? Cause I, I, the Daniel Jones regular season passing touchdowns were off the board. Um, I found, are you worried? You worried? No, I just, they uh, hadn't, nice they hadn't been listening to them. Did you see the dime he threw to Caden Smith in the preseason against the new England Patriots? Yeah, their second team defense. Say his name, Danny dimes, baby. Denver at Washington Atlanta. And by the way, if I see another motherfucker call him Dan Jones on on social media, it's really going to lead me to create cause some sort of social media crime. Denver at Washington <laughs> on Thursday canceled. night. Don't get canceled. Atlanta at home at New Orleans. Boy, New Orleans. Could, could, are they playing this at home? That's the key. Yeah, in October, yes. They said they're one gonna, and three. One and three. Which yeah. game are they winning? Uh, at home against the Falcons. You know they own the football team, right? Yeah, this is a different football team, Ryan. Uh, and I and I think Chase Young is is gonna get it. I mean, this is a this is a rough start for this Giants offensive line, Ryan. I mean, not to get not to get you fired up, but the Broncos. So in your first two weeks of the season, yeah, Von Miller and Bradley Chubb, and then and then you go to Washington for Chase Young, very and, similar, and team. everyone else they have on their front seven. Very similar teams, the Denver matchup. That is kind of interesting. Uh, yeah, because I and you could make Teddy Bridgewater, Ryan Fitzpatrick uh, combinations, but Teddy, uh, Teddy is a guy. He's going to play a clean game, and uh, Broncos defense, look out. They could, they could, they could get a touchdown in week one. So I'm going one and three. One I mean, and three. All right, I'll go two and two. I feel you're being a little hard on the team, but that's all right. It's your prerogative at Dallas. Rams at home, Carolina mm. at home, at Kansas City on Monday night football. <sighs> two, and, two and two. One and three. Las Vegas Raiders at home. We got to get our shit going mentally. By week at Tampa on Monday night football. Eagles at home at the Dolphins. Ooh. Two and two. 
Ah, man, this is tough. They they can definitely beat the Raiders at home. I think that's a good matchup for them. Uh, go one and three. I mean, there's the amount of like uh, thinking noises that you've made in this episode is. uh, (laughs) We need a super cut of my thinking (laughs) noises. Unbelievable. (laughs) (laughs) All right, next four at Chargers. Ryan, you haven't even talked about going to that game. That's how down you are on the the Giants. What do you mean? You haven't once mentioned to me that you're going to that game. I'm evaluating going to that game. Uh, You want me to fill you in on everything? Let me pull out my roll of that my planner for you. As Colby says, we do do sports. Uh, I didn't look at the schedule yet. I don't like to taint my predictions, but I this is the first time yeah, hearing you that know the my Chargers take, game. You know my take about this. I'd almost uh, NFL Sunday normal time games. I'd almost rather be on my couch watching it so I can watch all the games. I like action. I don't know about you, Sean. At, at I do, Char- but Chargers, I also like my team. I, at Chargers, I'm high on them. Dallas uh, at home at Philly. At the Bears, which that's going to be for a better draft pick. I love that action. Uh, the, they'll, they'll intentionally lose. They'll the, lose to the Eagles at Philly. The Philly could be really trash, though. That that might be a winnable game. I'll say uh, one and three. I'll say two and two. And then uh, to end the season, you have Sean. You have them losing to the football team at home. I have them beating the football team. Yep. Uh, so you have them going four and thirteen. I have them going nine and eight. <laughs> All right. Easy over. Uh, definite. There's some value there on uh, four to one to win the division. No Sean. playoff minus 300. Sean, I don't know about that. You're not really going to lay minus 300 on no playoff. Yeah. Let's go. Fuck them. So, three unders so far for you, for those keeping track yep. at home. I have two unders and the Giants to go over. John, give me your prop for the Giants. Daniel Jones under 24 passing touchdowns. Coming off an 11 uh passing touchdown season. So 14 or 24 <laughs> seems like a bit of a jump. I mean, he could double his passing touchdowns and still not hit this by two touchdowns. I mean, I get there's an extra game. But are there 18 extra games? <laughs> I it would take him 24 games to hit this. I hate you. Right. You're just being mean at this point. You're no, like you're you're throwing you're throwing poop. You're throwing uh, All right, mine uh give me uh, we we th- we discussed this in the off season, but how do you win the rookie of the year, Sean? You get sacks, right? Defensive rookie oh, of the year. I I thought this was a Kadarius Tony take and no, I was here no, for I, it. I would not. I would not take him to win. Wide receivers don't win. But but sack <laughs> masters do Aziz Ojolari sixteen to one. We're gonna throw that on the board. This could be a good defense if the mm. defense is good and he has a, b- a number of sacks. That always helps the case. Uh, they are playing in New York as well. So could he be the best pass rusher in the in in the class? Maybe I don't know. The kid up in Buffalo looks pretty good too. Rousseau does look like a beast. And I said I like that. I like that pick. I think the price has gone down. People must listen to the show. All right, Sean, are we ready? Yes. Are we ready to talk Philadelphia? Uh, yeah, we are. But let's first uh, give a shout out to no. Well, we're gonna do. Uh, we'll give out a prize picks uh, lineup here when we give out our locks at the end. Got it. Stay tuned for that. Got it. Let's talk Philadelphia Eagles, Ryan. Philadelphia Fly Eagles Fly four eleven. Let's go four eleven and one. 
four eleven and one. There was a tie. I, every time I recap the previous the season and I remember that there was a tie, I'm like, oh, that's hilarious. Their win total, of course, Sean was nine and a half. They came a little bit short of that uh, with only four wins this year. It's six and a half minus one forty on the over, plus one fifteen on the under. Five to one to win the division, fifty to one to win the conference, a hundred to one to win the Super Bowl, plus three hundred to make the playoffs, minus four hundred to miss. This was once the best roster in all of football, Sean, and and how the mighty have fallen. New coach, uh, kind of new quarterback, definitely new B, BDE quarterback uh, waiting in the wings with uh, Minshew coming to town. They brought in another first round receiver who they are just the best team in the NFL at gauging receiver talent. So that doesn't concern me at all. But I, I will say as, as much as I think the Eagles could be a dumpster fire this year, based on what I've seen in the preseason, I will say that I, I, I Carson Wentz was so bad last year. Yeah. You have to, it has to be an upgrade to just not have, him I mean, he team. was, if we're going to give the Washington football team, a bump from going from Dwayne Haskins to uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick. I think you have to give a similar bump from going what we saw at a Carson Wentz last year being like the 30th, 31st. I mean, you look at some of his advanced numbers. There were uh, when you, when you go below 32 in quarterback numbers, you're horrible. And he struggled. He struggled uh, against the pass rush. He struggled in play action. He struggled without any pressure. He just fucking struggled. He looked horrible. And most importantly, right now, knock on wood, their offensive line is healthy. healthy. Now they have a veteran offensive line and veteran defensive line. They can stay healthy. They can both be top five, top 10 units. Last year, they had 14 different offensive line yeah. combinations. Now, I'm not saying that as an excuse for wins, but I'm just saying they clearly that matters when their team is good. They have a really good offensive line. Like in two, in 2017, why they win the Super Bowl? Sure, Nick Foles balled out, but really they yeah. had an amazing offensive line. Even when it's Jason Peters got probably. healthy, uh, even when Jason Peters got hurt, Vitae uh, came in and played. They have the third easiest schedule based on win totals. That is huge. They have a legit home field coming back, which you could. I mean, I would say has the best home field in the division. No one's scared to play in New York. No one's scared to play in DC, Jerry's world. Like you're not worried about the crowd. And I really why I'm high on the Eagles this year is that the expectation is so low. 10 times in the Jeffrey Lurie era, the Eagles have had a win total uh, below eight, eight of those 10 times they went over. So they do well when they don't have a ton of expectations. Everyone's doubting them. Everyone's talking a ton of shit. I've seen Jalen Hurts. I've seen the leadership at coming out of Jalen Hurts. I like everything I see out of Hurts. Roll the dice with Hurts. Uh, I've said this a million times. If it doesn't work out, fine. They have a ton of picks, a ton of cap space to find the next quarterback. But until until he shows otherwise, the guy uh, strong commitment to compete, his inability to run the ball, he's a willing runner. This guy is playing for his job. And he knows what a short leash he's on. He hears the he hears the rumors about Watson. He knows what it's like to be in a quarterback competition, it, and he's not scared. You're saying a Rents lot. Rents do every day, Ryan. Yeah, again, my quarterback owns, bro. Uh, you you keep <laughs> owns what? He's eight and eighteen, Ryan. Like, yeah, he he buys his house. He doesn't he doesn't <laughs> rent his house. I, I I guess you're saying a lot of things that sound like participation trophies. Like he tries hard. He's he says the right things. He he looks like a leader. I think there's also the real. I mean, I 
I just think that you can't go into this without also saying dynamic pass catcher. He also could be really bad. Like, oh it, yeah, the, the floor is very but, low. But what we saw in that limited sample size was very promising to me. Out two, of a guy who watches, uh, he passed the eye test. To two me out of the three as a rookie quarterback. Two out of the three best passing days for the Eagles came when he was quarterback. And then they felt the need to bench him in that last game. So pretty confusing message to send to your future franchise quarterback. Uh, look, I, turnover I, margin was minus ten, and that was a huge thing. One of why Carson Wentz sucked. Turn the ball over all the time. He used to it used to just be the fumbles, but then last year was the fumbles and the interceptions. So getting rid of Carson Wentz is going to help your turnover margin. Just general regression. Is going to help your turnover margin and Jonathan Gannon, Ryan. We still haven't talked about Jonathan Gannon. Highly sought after defensive coordinator, uh, and and a big reason why they they ended up picking Sirianni is because Jonathan Gannon was going to come with him. Really like what I've seen. They're I'm they're running a dizzy. bunch of. You this don't is- think Jonathan Gannon's <laughs> going to be a good defensive coordinator? Watch, you're going to see a massive jump out of this defense. They're going to create more turnovers. Jim Johnson it just said turnovers were luck, and there's nothing you can do. To increase your turnover rate, we are going to force more turnovers uh, than we did last year. You can lock that up. Yeah, I mean, I, again, I, I that's the, that's the biggest area for why this Eagles team, like the offense, could be fun. The defense is going to give up points, and well, the defense. If I you're mean, saying they're going to be a, a bend but don't break, get lucky and and turn you over at the right yeah. time. Uh, sure. Well, I, and and I think and I, I would th- like to know how you're planning on projecting that. <laughs> the defensive line, I think, is going to be really good. Now they have Fletcher Cox, Javon Hargrave, Long Cox, and, and some eight other guys who have had some issues. Jo- you know, Josh Sweat is a legit pass rusher. He's got a knee issue. He he stayed healthy all of last year. And Hargrave came on late. He started the year injured, missed a bunch of camp and preseason, which is tough to come back from. And then the, the skill position players on offense, you you've seen Quez Watkins flash, and again that's kind of a long shot. But Devonta Smith is creating separation now. Can he stay healthy? Uh, we're we're about to see. But as you know, in a limited sample size, he's been able to get off the line, and that to me would be the biggest red flag in his career in the NFL. Can he stay healthy? Can he get off the line? So far. He's been able to get off the line. Now he did have that mild knee sprain, but again, he he got he got preseason reps, so it doesn't seem to be a, a huge issue. The defense, uh, I mean, they're very thin at cornerback. You know, if they this is a problem. In yeah, the modern if, if, NFL. They, if 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 any of their cornerbacks get injured, they're going to be in trouble. Safety is a, a little thin, but actually, um, their linebacker situation isn't bad. I mean, it sounds crazy, but Alex Singleton is uh, is pretty solid. So if they can stay in the game. Uh, with controlling the clock on the offensive side and make it a little bit easier on their defense, get some turnovers, get some sacks, which I think they were third in the league last year. They weren't able to take advantage of it, but uh, yeah, sky's the limit for this team. Let's go. I, yeah. You know what? This is probably, there probably aren't too many programs, too many national media outlets saying sky's the limit for the Philadelphia Eagles. I'll, I'll say that. No Sean. one you sees are, it coming. Ryan. You are right. They, no ex- one sees it coming. Expectations. Nick Sirianni, coach of the year. I've given it out at 50 to 1, given it out at 35 to 1. There's a formula to win coach of the year it's to win five or six more games than the previous, uh, previous year. Now, it's tough to do if you're. If you're not a first-year head coach, really the candidates for coach of the year are Nick Sirianni, Urban Meyer. Like, who else do you think has a shot to win it? 
I mean, it, if Joe Judge wins the division, I, I think you would have to win like twelve or thirteen games. Yeah, I mean, again, it 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 has to be a narrative mixed with also a really good year. Yeah. So, all right, should we go through the? I mean, I I again, sky's the limit, as Sean says. Let's go through the 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 schedule and see where the the where the sky truly is at Atlanta. Tough matchup to uh, open the season. Uh, no. Tough place you, to play do, down do you there. You think Atlanta. Atlanta's good? <laughs> San Francisco at home, at Dallas, Kansas City at, at home. Three and one. Let's go. <laughs> I mean, where? Come on, we're gonna lose to the Cowboys. <laughs> no, maybe we lose to the Chiefs. I I'm loving. I, I'm already uh, when we go out to Vegas. I'm gonna get that look ahead line before Week One on that. Niners game, they're like eight or nine point road favorites in the first Eagles game in you know like how many three months? and one is yeah. what you said oh and four I'll go in four I don't think they get a win here uh, <laughs> oh you're hilarious Ryan. at Carolina Tampa Bay at home on Thursday night it's winnable because it's short week at Las Vegas at Detroit I'm gonna be at Las Vegas that's a win um yeah three road games here two and two this is tough. <laughs> Which two do they win? Detroit and Las Vegas? Uh yeah, or maybe I mean between Panthers, I'll, Raiders, and Lions, I think they can get two. I'll say one and three. Char uh Chargers at home at Denver, New Orleans at home at New York Giants. Three and one. Pretty low on New Orleans. That that feels like a winnable game. New Orleans late in November. I'll say they go. This is two and two because Minshew. Jameis is not a cold weather quarterback. Minshew gets a start. Maybe Minshew or Foles is playing by this point. Two and two. (laughs) Foles? He's not on the team. Sorry, uh, uh, Flacco. What do you? What are you going? Three and one. Three and one. Oh boy, you're pretty high on them. All right, at Jets, but late by week fourteen. That's good for a new coaching staff. Washington at home. Giants at home. Three and one. At Washington. Three and one. (laughs) Three and one before. Three and one. Let's go. We're uh, gonna sweep Washington. I think that yeah, you know I'll, I'll be I'll be generous here. I'll uh, I'll show mercy and I'll say uh, I'll say they can get two of these games, two, and they close the season uh, against the Dallas Cowboys at home, which I had as a win for the Eagles. Let's as, fucking go. As did you? Don't ask me, Ryan. Uh, don't ask you, but I'll tell you 12 and five. Oh yeah. I mean, maybe 11 and six. I have uh, the Eagles <laughs> going six. Oh, I'm pretty high on them. Let me, let me knock this down to a one and three. All right. Make sure they're last place in the division five and 12 for me. Wow. We're inverted, John. We're completely <laughs> inverted. Love it. Boy, do I love this under now? I don't know. I, I, I don't, I take that back. I don't love the under. But I would if you're if you're making me make a pick, I'm playing the under. NFC East at five to one. I mean, that that Stop five to one. I mean, for five to one for this division. Will, will you? Are you kidding well, me? If this is what you're going to bring to the NFC East preview, what what will you be talking about on Die Hard Eagles? Because God, I mean, are you projecting what what is Tom Green? What is uh the great yeah, probably Tom Green? ten and seven? Really, he's not as high as you this year. No, I I don't know how I got to twelve and five. I'll say my official is. 
I'll give myself a one point curve for <laughs> being a maniac for being I, excited. Eleven and six. They're gonna pound this over, and again, that's why it's moved to minus one forty. I'm still giving it out to my clients. Cash that. Ed to win the NFC East. Cash that. Conference is fifty to one. A little sprinkle on that as well. Uh, and again, Sirianni coach of the year is the prop bet. If you want another one, this is twenty-eight to one. Yes, please. Eagle uh, NFC East exact order: Eagles, Washington, Cowboys, Giants. Twenty-eight to one. There's also one where you can make the Cowboys last, and that's fifty to one, but that wasn't realistic. Uh, I'll uh, the one over I have for this division: Miles Sanders over twelve hundred and a half rushing and receiving Ooh. yards. Um, man, I just think there's. They're going to be on the field a lot, and I think he's going. To, I mean, I, I guess I'm not following as closely as you, Sean. But all that I've learned from the preseason is that Miles Sanders might be involved more than people think. Well, and he he, he certainly has some. He had some drop issues last year. Some of that was Wentz. Certainly, some of that is Miles Sanders. Again, though, I, I'm probably sound like a broken record. Kenny Gainwell is going to be involved in the offense. He he is going to get some catches. My models have him getting like 50 plus catches this season. Can't wait to see your models in action, Sean. Yeah, my models are awesome. Help me win a shit ton of money. Well, right we now. did it, Sean. We uh, we got through the division. You somehow. Uh, I was more realistic. I have uh, only one team finishing a half game over 500. One game over 500. I, uh, but Ryan, we see this every year. It, it you know when one division is bad and then everyone just projects them to be that bad again. Yeah. You can't project outliers, Sean. <laughs> no, but you're projecting outliers that the, that the NFC East is only going to win 26 games. I think that's kind of crazy. We need someone on the staff to, and this is a extra credit for someone we add up all the wins we've given out and see who is actually within a realm of possibility but for context. I have 37 wins in the, or 38 wins in the uh, AFC West. So yeah, <laughs> I, I think there's a little, uh, <laughs> there's I've, a little, there's a little, I, I have it as 29. I think that's somewhat realistic. Remember Sean, the NFC plays an extra road game this year. So it would be normal to have a, a lower total for <laughs> a the 12 NFC. game difference or I'll, whatever. I'll run some numbers. I'll have some data for the final predictions episode. Okay. Prize picks layout here. I'm doing the power play. And again, go to prizepicks.com. Use that promo code SGP. Hundred percent deposit match, twenty dollar entry, and uh, you get all three right. You win one hundred dollars. Coaching or uh, you know two thousand. You win ten thousand if you're a baller like myself. Baller. Let's go. Jalen Hurts over rushing yards at six fifty five and a half. Wow. Zeke under eleven hundred and a half, and Antonio Gibson. Uh, actually, I'm going to take Antonio Gibson out. Uh, Kramer, figure you figure out yours, or you give out oh. yours. Oh no! So, I'll, I'll go under on uh, Saquon at one seventy-five and a half. He's not going to stay healthy. Sorry, Ron. That's hurtful. All right, uh, I uh, I didn't just go full emotion with my picks. Uh, DeAndre Swift R under rational, the logical <laughs> method. Uh, DeAndre Swift under nine hundred and a half rushing yards. Who knows if he's going to see the field? Derrick Henry under fifteen fifty and a half. And of course, they're still, they're still offering DeAndre Swift. Yeah, that's crazy. Right, we gotta need to do a separate episode of all the things we've gotten right, 
on the preseason leading before up before the season like, even started. Uh, Cam Newton, uh, Mac Jones being the starter, uh, Tim Tebow getting well, cut. Last one on that track, Gus Edwards over Gus Edwards. over eight hundred and fifty and a half rushing. Yards. I have zero shares of Cam Akers. Gut feeling told me not to draft him. Uh, what else did we get? I, I got to keep a list because we've nailed a bunch of these like players and angles. Jameis Winston, the starter. Well, I mean that it's Tau Fest. Tau, Tau, Tau. Fest. All right, Ryan. Uh, and again, make sure you go to PrizePicks.com. Use our promo code SGP and feel free to uh, send us some of your Prize Picks lineups. We'll tweet them out to the masses at Gambling Podcast. Kramer, give us your locks for this division. Oh, well. I mean, it wouldn't be an NFC East preview if we didn't lock up the Cowboys under, but we like the miss the playoffs better, I think, right? Better value, right? It's plus 100. So I'll lock that up. They will not make the playoffs. Yep. They've uh, only made it one out of the last four years. I, I'm locking that up as well, along with the Cowboys under. Kramer, give us. Can I you, give you the other one? Because sure. Redskins, you know what? Sorry, the football team. Let's go under with them. Okay. Eight and a half feels a hair high. It, as we pointed out, Ryan Fitzmagic's done that once in his life. I'm going to go over on the Eagles at six and a half. That is just comically, mm. insultingly low. I'm going to at least two, three games and and willing the team to victory. That should get them over the hump at least. It's funny. I was just thinking about the last time the Eagles were extraordinarily bad, and I was just kind of mentally preparing myself for you. Oh, being last angry. year. What do you mean? You have to think back. Last year it was a horrific season. I, I don't when do they have bad back-to-back years, Ryan? You're you're kind of making my point. In the Jeffrey Lurie year, when have they been horrible in back-to-back? There's years? just something different about going into this year compared to last year. There's just yeah, something. There's different. no expectations. You have a new team. You have a guy who wants to be in the city of Philadelphia. You have a healthy offensive and defensive line. Yeah, you're right. There's a lot different. <laughs> Go birds, baby! Fuck the haters. Hopefully, uh, we give away one hundred thousand mm, dollars. Please, the live users. The line is not yet out, but the the sheet will be available in mere hours from now. Uh, if you're listening to this on the podcast, it probably is already out, ready to go. Get your picks in. Download the app. Hit the hundred K tab. It's just that simple. It's pretty easy. Honestly, it's, easy. it's 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 so easy. Colby could do it. That's that's all you need to say. We love Colby. But and toss us a rating and review. Come on, all this free content. We're giving you a free shot to win a hundred thousand dollars. You can't give us two seconds to review the app. Come on, and tell a friend too. Uh, I I know you're worried about hurting your chances at winning a hundred k, but your dumb friend isn't going to win. You might, and uh, it helps us if you spread the word. So we appreciate that. Appreciate all the loyal DJs. Football season is officially here. We're going to be in Vegas next week. Ah, God. Ready to run through a goddamn wall. Let's fucking go for the Sports Gambling Podcast. Thank you for participating in the Sports Gambling Podcast. I'm Sean, stacking the money green, and he is Ryan. Sean. All rise. Let's fucking go. Kramer, let it ride. <laughs>